Welcome to another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Revolution is revolution. Yo, Brother J, 2023 is rolling. It's smoking crack. It's rolling, man. It's rolling at high speed, man. Yes. Yo, yes. I'm in the I'm in the easy pass lane on 95 with with no uh <laughs> with no device, man. I'm praying <laughs> I don't get pulled over. Scoring so fast, man. <laughs> I'm in the hot lanes without the flex pass, man. I gotta be careful. Hey, hey, they gonna catch you when they first started. You you could you could sneak by, but now oh they oh they get you they they gonna get you. You yeah. might think like the day the day you think how I made it, it's gonna be the next one. Yeah, yeah, you you gonna get caught, but no, I I was looking at the that calendar. ticket ain't no joke. It's not, nah, especially like two fifty, especially during peak time. Yeah, you get the ticket and the fine. <laughs> yeah, man, I'd rather get a reckless driving ticket than to get an HOV violation, man. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but no, the the month is flying. The temperature and the weather is bipolar in, in this weird transition state one day it's like oh, all right cool spring is on its way then the next day it's like is that snow hitting my windshield but you know what what is happening as we are we have um exited the month of february black history month the 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 black history or the the black new year as one of my clients called it, they was like, "I like yeah. that the Black New Year." They was yeah, like, "This ain't yeah, Black History yeah. Month. This is this is the beginning of the new. This is the Black New Year. We celebrate. Now we can the, start the year. Yeah, we celebrating yeah. the Black New Year." He was like, "All so, our excellence and splendor." Kwanzaa is the warm up. February first is the official start of the Black New Year. Um, we are now in Women's History Month, and the Black History continues as we acknowledge and celebrate the contributions that Black women have had on our existence within the world, bro. Yo, bro, man, you talk, if you talking Harriet Tubman, if you talking uh, Shirley Chisholm, if you talking uh, Auntie Auntie Maxine Waters, yeah. you know, you, I'm just saying, man, you, it's a lot of, lot of, lot of great, lot of great sisters, man. It's, Paved the way. It's paved the way for for uh, the culture and our progress, man. Mm-hmm. Some dope, some dope sisters out there now, man. You know, shout out to uh, Madam Vice President for sure. You know, shout out to Madam Vice President for sure, man. Shout out to um, Supreme Court Justice. She she she's uh, getting her feet wet. <laughs> Really, really fast, man. Bro. <laughs> Can't catch the rhythm of the stroke. They threw her in the deep end. Yeah. But I think yeah. she was Associate created Justice, for a time Kintaji, such as this. Kentaji Brown Jackson. Yes. Man. Yeah, that's, that's Kentaji. Yeah. I'm just saying, man. She 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 ain't getting no honeymoon period on her watch, did she? Mm. She did not. Sisters, sisters doing it though, man. Sisters doing it, you know. Um, speaking of sisters, Michael, Michael Jordan, 
he requested that Viola Davis play his mother in the upcoming movie Air about how Nike pursued Michael Jordan and uh, solidified an endorsement deal that made Michael Jordan one of the wealthiest black men in America to, to, today. Well, I'm looking the, forward to that movie coming out, but he got I just think it's pay her salary. I just think it's kind of dope. He was like, "Nah, man, like I need to, I need like the greatest, the greatest woman actress of today to play my mom." Yeah, because <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. the goop. <laughs> like, think about that. It's like, yeah, I get it. Y'all want me? Y'all want my likeness in this movie? Then my my mom's so dope. I need the greatest, the greatest woman actress of our time to play my mother. Or, or if we can't get her, then guess what? <laughs> Y'all need another script. <laughs> Figure it out. Yo, that's some cold bloody. That's some cold bloody shit right there. Figure man. it out. Like, damn. Say, nah, man. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie, yo. I need. I need the greatest of the great to, to play my mother. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's that's a big uh, like when you talk about like that's a flex move, man. Mm-hmm. That's a flex move right there. Like anything associated with me got to be the greatest ever. Has to be. Mm. It has so, on brand, on brand. Yeah, yeah, man. So you know, and shout out, shout out to all the all the wonderful women that are part of the village that are doing amazing and great things on a daily basis. Like you said, man. You know, because if you're dope, that's a three sixty five. 52 week a, a year initiative. You know what I'm saying? It ain't a, that ain't relegated to a month or a week or whatever like yo if you dope you dope yeah so i I respect it man i respect it um with with, with that with that being said brother jay um there's a lot of different things that are going on right now in the in the world today uh chris rock he just did his netflix special that i checked that i checked out um and it it was kind of ill man because it's a it was a live engagement like Netflix, you know, it wasn't like a streaming thing. It was, it was, you go in there, it was live. It reminded me like the old school HBO mm. Saturday Night Live comedic specials, man. So I haven't watched it. Yeah. Um, when it was coming on live, I was doing something and I was like, mm-hmm. I want to be able to sit and watch it uninterrupted, um, no distractions. So I'm, uh, maybe I'll watch it tonight. I'm old school, so I fell asleep, right? I, I tried to stay awake. Nope, I think I it's just to, old, Kev. I, I tried to stay awake until it came on, but just like back in the day when stuff was coming on at like 10, 11 o'clock on a Saturday, I was about 50, 50 for attendance anyway. Fair. But I fell asleep, and I woke up at about 10, 45, almost 11, and I went on, and it was kind of going on, so I just rewound the joint. Ran it back, man, and watched it. And I think it's a good little look just to kind of sum up the last year, Brother Jay. But I was actually expecting him to go a little more harder on Will Smith than he did. I mean, he went hard on Will Smith. But at the same time, you know, I still, I, there was a level of grace with his performance well, and a level of care. Like, he ain't he ain't slapped the shit out of Will Smith verbally like he could have and like, like but I, really, but you also really think up about the it, bro. It's it's been a long time since it happened. Yeah, like the energy surrounding it has died down. And then two, somebody, this, wow, I'm about to say this. This is put this down in history. Somebody has to eventually be the bigger person, bro. Like, 
And so if he gonna, went as hard as he did. Say that one more time. You say somebody Somebody eventually, has, eventually to the, has to be the bigger person. Now, is this a doctrine that you subscribe to now? Or are you just saying that like, I mean, like it's a common thing that somebody going to have to be the bigger somebody person. Somebody going to have to be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I'm subscribing. Not necessarily a doctrine that you subscribe no, 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 to, no. but I, I, it's you a know, reality. I'm subscribing to it, right? Because I tell okay. my coaches, I mean, my client my coaching clients that I would never tell you something that I'm not willing to subscribe to myself. Right. That's real. I did say eventually, I didn't say initially I said eventually, right. Sometimes you got to let petty prevail. But in this situation, if he went as hard as we thought he should have, what would have that resulted? In? Cause he already went hard. I mean, like, like, and, and I ain't going to spoil it for you, but he pretty much said like, yo, Will Smith really wasn't mad at Chris Rock. He was mad at his wife. Chris Rock was just like the, the innocent yeah. bystander. Yeah, and like, and I think we recognize that, right? You and I both have been in professional situations and, you know, our experience and exposure to different things where we knew you're not mad at Chris Rock. Chris Rock's job is to tell jokes. Like, you've been the person to crack jokes before. Now, this one, shit ain't funny because it's hitting you personally because you haven't dealt with some shit that's happening or transpired at your red table we're talking right and, and that was the that was a smooth shit with the whole the whole setup and production brother jay because the name of the, the show was selective outrage mm. but the, the theme was like the theme was like select people have selective outrage over like all right you still bumping michael jackson but you ain't bumping r kelly all right so let's talk about that right yeah but but he kind of saved the Will Smith thing to the war at the end of the show. But I'm just like, damn, he he probably could have went a little harder. But it was like a level of grace that he showed him to just say, like, yo, man, I get it. You're going through it. I feel for you. And and you got to ask yourself, Kev, because, like, the streets are saying, you know, we, you want grace. You got to get that from God, player. Yeah, like you, yeah. Hey. If you want grace, you got to get that from God, not from me. And so, like, the streets just want you to go hard, an eye for an eye, right? But at the end of the day, I remember my mentor once told me, he was like, yeah, I'm from the streets, but the streets ain't paying me. So he was like, he opened his jacket. He says, it all it stays on my hip. We closed, he closed his jacket up. He said, but I, I, can't, I can't take that into where I'm about to go in the next 15 minutes. The streets ain't paying me. And and when you at a level of Chris Rock's stature, like let's just let's just call this shit a book. Like the man hosted the Oscars, the blueprint by which comedians do like their stadium shows yep. and movies and all that. Chris Rock was doing this for HBO, getting like one time deals for ten million dollars in the the damn nineties. Nineties, you know what I'm saying? So like he he's at a level that. He just ain't no Joe Schmo. And it, this ain't not like some of the younger comedians that I like. You know, this ain't 85 South. Or this ain't Kev on stage or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Chris Rock done put his time in that he's... He's a vet, he, bro. He's he, he, he he's in a room that a lot of people can't walk in. <laughs> a, a room that a lot of people aren't even invited to. Yeah. A room that many people don't know exist. Yeah, right. And the but, cool thing, the cool thing to your point, brother Jay, watching the watching the 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 uh the show, a lot of the comedians that he had up there, like co-signing them, was like the like the biggest white comedians out there. Mm. We we so we ain't talking, we ain't talking, you know, even just people shouting them out of our culture. 
Like I'm talking like the biggest of the biggest com white comedians that's out there, man. And they co-signing you. But you so like you 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 in a it's that it's that it's access. Yes, but you also right on the other side of the coin, Will is a vet too, right? And so we talk about these unspoken expectations once you reach a certain level. They're also unrequested expectations because I don't think anyone ever asked for the greater humanity expectations that are placed upon them once they reach a certain level or pinnacle within society's viewpoint. So are you saying that just because I can win an Academy Award and my movies can gross a billion dollars and when they come out, um, that doesn't mean that I won't slap a nigga. Clearly. <laughs> right. <Okay>. But, <laughs> so, but, I mean, let's just acknowledge it, Brother Jay. Let's acknowledge it and call it out because I, I think, like, that's been the discussion. But I, because but, because I because I'm I'm of this status, you know, it's 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 not beyond reproach for me to it's beyond reproach for me to slap a nigga. But you got and we can even go like deeper than this, right? We think about at the end of the day, whether you are a nonprofit leader, an educator, a coach, a musician, entertainer, athlete surgeon, whatever, pastor, at the end of the day, you are a human. The titles and the professional attributes, those get put away because they are not who you are. At the, at the crux of it, right, you are a human dealing with human shit. And if you aren't able to navigate the human side, the public side, it's not going to be in alignment. We think of the Fresh Prince. We think of like all the good things that this person has, but no one really says, oh, while he was saving the world, wonder if he's working on the things to help him save himself. Oh, well, obviously, according to Chris Rock, his marriage was his marriage was already in disarray. So, well, you know, obviously, I think that was doomed from the start. If you read the book and heard how it was formed, it's like, eh. yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. But what, 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 like to get that put on a summer jam screen? Yeah, and you actually, technically, you put yourself on a summer jam screen. Yeah, like ah, I don't know framework. Don't know. But but to that but, but to that point put to that point though, brother Jay. Let's let's look at let's look at a, a more current example as well. Let's look at John Morant. John Morant, the phenomenal point guard for the Memphis Grizzlies. That is, I mean, hell, man, he's a combination of Allen Iverson and Russell Westbrook and Steph and Steph Curry all rolled into one. That's a hell like, of a combination, like, bro. Like he's like he's. He's legit. Hell of a He's legit. In terms of his talent, ability, his his uh, drawing ability too, he legit, man. He got a Nike deal, got his own shoe now. You know, former rookie of the year, most improved player. Like Memphis Grizzlies, beginning of the season, was picked to at least make it to the Western Conference Finals. Now, John Morant. It's caught on his Instagram page live on his IG live with a gun in his waistband, brother Jay. Now don't get me wrong, man. Like it's every American's right 
to bear arms if if you have the the legal authority to do it in your state. So let me just put that out there. It ain't illegal for a black man to have a gun. But what's coming out is, is it necessary for a black man of John Morant's elite ability and his persona and his brand, should he have a gun in his possession? Is he at a level where it's beyond reproach for him to, to bear arms, even if he thinks it's my constitutional right? Or I'm a black man in Memphis. Things, as we know, things have been happening in Memphis. I want to be ahead of the curve, then behind the curve. I'm going to bear arms as a result. So, uh, hold on. You know, I, I, I've just entered therapist mode. Mm-hmm. And as I'm hearing story and you know I briefly saw some stuff on social media have some questions going off of what you just said is it illegal as long as like I don't know I'm not here to talk about the legalities right my question is what was the point of revealing she got a gun on social media, right? Like, what was the point of flaunting the heater if he wasn't using it? Like, what? Why? I, I think that's, and many people probably like that's not important. Yeah, for me it is because I'm trying to get some understanding. Like, if you so got it, cool. That that understanding, where where does that stem from? Trying to get the understanding of the why. Yeah, the, well, at least in this case, like, I guess... What, what was what, the point? Okay, all right. Right, because I'm pretty sure that there are other NBA players walking around, potentially, with something on their on they hip or on ankle, right? Like, maybe in the back. I'm, that may be the case, right? I don't want to say that how he shouldn't have had it. I'm just trying to figure out what was the point of, one, no longer concealing it, but revealing it on social media in the middle of a nightclub. What was the point? So, rumor the rumor mill has it that people question Jaws like street cred as a result of growing up in a two-parent household and having a good upbringing. And, like, you don't need to be a thug. You just be a ball player. I get it. So, but I don't know. You have to make the conscious decision. Who am I going to live for? The streets ain't paying you, bro. The streets, going back to what my mentor said, the streets ain't paying him. You have a job. Bro, I don't care if you work for Office Max. There's an employee code of conduct of what the employer will not allow. If you are associated with X, Y, and Z company or corporation, there are rules and expectations of those tied to the brand. That's it. So you, you're looking at it like I'm a representative of the NBA. That's a privilege, not a right. Listen, the reason why I'm saying it's a privilege, not a right, because at the end of the day, right, you can be gone. Think about our employment 
most of the jobs that we are in due to our experience and our education are at will positions at the will and the pleasure of the president. I remember I ate lunch with the president once a month. I was at his house every other week for dinner and he was explaining, right? This was when I was on the higher education administration track. The beauty about being, you know, at an at will institution, but also like the deficit part. And he was like, I can like you today. You do something to me. I can tell my legal team, get rid of him at the will and the pleasure of the president, right? He said, and all this stuff is what you sign, but you don't read it because you're just excited to have a job. How often do you really read through everything that comes? Print. You, yeah. Now, when, especially when they're saying, hey, turn this in within 48 hours, you forget, you turn it in late, you sign just so you can get employed. And then when stuff starts transpiring, you're just like, oh, shit. Then, then you got to then you, you go gotta, back. You got a mistress. You got a mistress on the staff. You won't supposed to have in the case of uh, the Boston Celtics coach. <laughs> and, and you got a gun in your waist on your IG live and you the, and you the, and you the, and you the plug for the NBA. And there's so many things at play here. Right. Because I'm having mm-hmm. internal conflict here. Right. So I, one, I want to know, well, what was the point of you even posting this? Right. At the end of the day, you're trying to prove yourself as a giraffe to a turtle. You're at a level much higher than that you're trying to prove yourself to. Like, bro, that's one. Two, we can also argue that there's other people that may not look like this brother, if you know what I'm saying, that have done some shit within the NBA and ain't nothing hit social media. I think that, that one, he, he, he released it, so that's that's... Two, going back to what we were talking about, maybe in the green room, who do you have around you that's not slapping some sense into your ass when you thought it was a good idea, one, to go live from a club on your personal social media with a gun? Who, who's around you? So question. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm thinking out loud, so some of the stuff may no, not no, think no, logical no, I'm, I'm, I'm tracking. Right I'm tracking where you're going, right? I'm pissed, Kevin. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a caveat in there, though. Throw right? it. A caveat. Throw it. I'm, I'm with it. The, 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 these are the times that we're in, right? Where you got rappers and you got entertainers going live and posting some shit to Boozy. to to. Add to their legacy or their persona online, right? So if the rumor is, oh, Ja could be tested, not saying that I subscribe to this. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking out loud as well. If the rumor is that I could be tested, and then I want to put something out there indirectly, like, yo, you could. You could walk over, but you might limp back without necessarily saying it or promoting it, but it's like indirectly, then that's the that's the image that I would want to put out, right? The like, not to try me. I guess the question that you have is around the people that are around Ja Morant 
But the assumption is that they would have that level of thinking to understand brand, like street cred versus my brand. Or just common sense. <laughs> yeah, but that's the, but the assumption you right. is that the people Everybody around is you not got common. that level you of, right. You right. They, they got that, that, that right. line of delineation so of maybe demarcation. I, maybe I'm not pissed. Maybe I'm disappointed. Maybe I'm disappointed. But should you be disappointed? Like, is it? Is this? Is this some shit that everybody should just know? Like, yo, if, if one of your people is the bag, then your job automatically is to protect the bag at all costs. Like, you, you're right. You're right. I don't know. I, so I, I, I don't know. Maybe my disappointment is in that there's there's nothing established around this individual as like a safeguarding mechanism. Now that's real. So my disappointment is is I'm I'm sad for the fact that there's no one around this young brother. Okay, so stop. I just checked myself cuz I'm making the assumption that there isn't anyone around him that's providing guidance. Just because someone says it doesn't mean you listen to it. Right? We we were talking about that earlier before we hit the record button about you can receive all the good guidance in the world, but if you don't apply it, it means nothing. I think back to, <laughs> I had a mentor and he passed away. Um, and he, he had, he said, you know what? The more I teach you, the dumber you get. <laughs> bro, uh, I heard him tell somebody that. And I was like, bro, if you ever tell me that shit, I'm going to punch you in your face. He was like, bro, the more I tell you, the dumber you get. I literally, he said, I just told your monkey ass. Like, <laughs> so he's going through all of the things he said, and you did the complete damn opposite of what I just said. And so I. I had a moment. I'm going to check myself because I don't want to make the assumption that he doesn't have people around him. I think I want to move the conversation to this point of social responsibility. Right? Because we could talk about the gun issue. I'm not interested in hearing that because I don't want to talk about the gun issue until you talk about the gun issue that the police officers are having, right? That are killing unarmed black men. And so if we're going to talk about gun control, we need to talk about that too. That's another conversation another day. Oh, if John Moran got a gun, let's talk about the black police officers killing the black man right. in uh, Memphis. Like it's, 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 it's a microcosm of like so two, many things we two can, polarities. Yeah, right. And so yeah. I want to throw that out. I want to throw that yeah. out. But I want to talk about more so... Because the conversation is definitely around, like, should athletes have the gun? I don't want to talk about that. I don't care. Let, let me add context, additional context. Go for it. So, John Morant has been in the NBA for four years and has career earnings of $40 million in his first four years, right? He signed or will be eligible to sign an, an extension of 200, north, north of $230 million for the next five years, just by way of his performance and his accolades during his first four years. So anticipation of him making $233 million the next five years, so... $33 million, 23, 24, $36 million, 24, 25, $38 million, 25, 26, 
$41 million, 26, 27, and $44 million, 27, 28. At that time, he will be eligible to sign another extension, probably worth northward of $300 million. So we're talking about a sports brand that would likely just playing basketball alone earn north of $600 million. And now he's also one of five current NBA athletes that have a signature shoe line. So it's John Morant, it's Paul George, it's Giannis Antetokounmpo, it's Kevin Durant, and it's LeBron James. So essentially, John Morant is, the, is one of the faces of, of basketball globally. So I'm giving you context. The reason I wanted to run down those stats, Brother Jay, is to give you, like, to add some brevity to, like, the importance of John, John Morant to the NBA at current state. We ain't just talking about some regular athlete or athlete that is on his way in or on his way out. We're talking about an athlete that's on the cusp of earning a billion dollars likely over the next seven to eight years. So to that point, right, at while you were saying that, it was, it was I entered reflection mode, and I, I want to pose this question, right? Because we, we tend to tie, and when I say we as people, or especially within the black community, or sometimes white community, expectations of people within the black community, when you reach a certain level of access, and success, there's a certain level that you are expected to perform or behave at. So my question is, you know, when your platform changes, so should your role and your responsibilities because That's real. you are now seen by the public and especially as a, well, more specifically, as a basketball player, you have individuals younger than you that are looking up to you. But I always ask this question of, did you ask for that? Especially within the black community, we will put an emphasis, someone, first, first generation college student here, right? I remember someone said, uh, something along the lines to me of, well, you know, you ain't got no choice but to succeed. You got others following you and you got people looking up toward you. I said, but this, this, this degree ain't for them. And everybody looked at me like I was crazy. It's not. Okay. I'm first generation. Great. Younger cousins looking up to me, even greater. I didn't ask for that. And so people are looking at me like, one, why is he talking back to his elders? And two, like, why has he got this attitude? It's not that I have an attitude, but you don't get the you don't get to place this pressure and these expectations upon me because you think that this is what I'm supposed to do, or because I I got to be the one. No, I don't have to, right? I have to make the decision to step into whatever it is you are creating. I don't have to be the example. But I think we don't give people the opportunity to make that decision. It's just forced upon people. 
one way or another. Yeah, you yeah. you're you're in the NBA now. You got these young kids looking up to you, and you got to do this. You got to do this. No, I don't. I just want to hoop and smoke weed. I, I, that's bruh. <laughs> and if that's what you, I'm not do, saying that that's what John Morant wants to do. I'm just saying like that that could be Kevin. I just want to hoop and have money to to support my weed. All this other shit, and like I'm not coming to your little basketball game to see you. Yeah, the little championship and inspire you and give no speech. I want to get paid, right? I don't want to do none of this. Yeah, I don't have to. I don't have a social obligation just because I made it to a level in which others before me haven't. That's like Charles Barkley's old school commercial back in the day. I'm not a role model. It was a Nike commercial. It was like I'm not a role model. And he kind of goes by like, you know, these people should be role models, but I'm not a role model. I'm an athlete. And and you don't, like, there's no application. No one applies to be a role model. You just, by merit, you are considered to be one. And we put this pressure on individuals. And, you know, I like I said, I checked myself earlier because I was making the assumptions that Oh, he got people around. He doesn't have people around him, but maybe he does. Maybe this is not the path that he wants to take. I don't give a damn about leadership, personal development, or success of whoever else. I'm out here trying to ball, get my money, and enjoy life YOLO. And his daddy around. His daddy in the picture, so we ain't going to sit back and say, like, we're not going to assume there's nobody around. But I guess the I guess the, the premise that's make, that makes this whole, this whole ordeal so shocking to me is the fact that Either himself or the people around him don't recognize like the the level of influence and frankly his ability to change the landscape of the NBA. Like it's only a few, it's only a few athletes in the NBA that have had that level of impact. John Morant could potentially be one of those athletes, right? But who asked for that, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That, but, I mean, that's true. Like, I didn't ask for it. Now, but but if you ask for the if you ask for the check and you ask for the shoe deal and you ask for the likes on social media, then are by 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 way of that, are you asking for the additional responsibility and baggage it, that comes with? I it? think the baggage is going to come regardless of whatever we choose, bro. Like we mm-hmm. we are constantly living out the consequences of a lot of our actions and decisions. We wanted to go to school, but we didn't know that we would be paying for this shit 20 years after we graduated. For like legit 20 years, man. Right. We legit didn't ask, 20 years. We didn't ask for that, but it came with it. We saw it as access to education and now it's the aftermath. And so there's things that you do that have lifelong um repercussions or consequences there's things that we say yes to that by nature of the beast other things are attached or associated with it now i'm not saying (laughs) i'm upset about this i'm not saying that individuals have to act a certain way at the end of the day, you have to make the decision on how you want to, right? Going back to Robert, you, you, you're you not listening to his music, but you listen to MJ's music. Or you're not doing this, but you're supporting that. And it's like, ah, one is wrong, the other is wrong, right? But I think in this state, like, we always assume that because somebody rises to a higher platform, 
that they have been equipped with the tools and the resources or the, the know-how in terms of how they should be acting. Going back to your point, maybe I just want a ball. I don't care about none of this other shit that you talking about. I'm not showing up to your little community fair. I'm not going to. I legit just want my check. And I'm not coming basketball. to the schools and tell kids to stay <laughs> yeah. in school, get good grades. F these kids, right? I'm not, I'm not here for any of that. What I'm here to do is what I'm paid to do. Play ball. Put points on that score. Get this team to where it needs to go. And then I'm going to go home. And I'm going to smoke this Zaza and run these hoes. I'm going <laughs> to live my life, right? And so <laughs> I, I checked myself because I was coming from a place of privilege in terms of like, yo, one should know or somebody should tell them or blah, blah, blah. Like, But we also got to think back to the white patriarchal way of creating these rules and expectations that many of us are subscribing to, right? When I think about we worked for an organization and I had some issues when I had to tell individuals, hey, that's not professional, that's professional. So I changed my language to say, hey, depending on where you're going, you may not see people that look like you. And as a result, people that don't look like you may not be open to how you are currently presenting yourself. I'm not telling you is right. I'm not telling you is wrong. What I am telling you is if this is how you if, if you want to survive in the environment that you're going into, you have to be able to speak the language and know the rules of the game. So question. Should should. Should Ja Morant or people in Ja Morant's camp be upset by way of the Memphis Grizzlies taking action to suspend him a couple of games or indefinitely until he figures out his life or the NBA kind of putting the pressure on him to say, uh, shape up or ship out? So... so I, I want to be clear that I can't say whether someone should be upset or not. So that's, I, I, I'm going to leave it there. Two, I believe that there is a code of conduct and expectations that the NBA has. Similar to any job application i mean employment agreement you that sound you like signed. a company man right now brother jay you sound like you're trying to be responsible <laughs> and, and that's at the end of the day right like if if you say you want to play for the nba then you got to think about what all does that come with there's going to be some shit that's not in black and white that is unspoken and unwritten you just gotta abide by it now i'm pretty sure within the code of conduct like there's some things that's in there and there may, hell, this particular situation may not be in there. But also, I do believe that there is something about public image and, like, how you are a representation of the team and the league. And, um, and I'm pretty sure with a lot of his endorsement deals, I'm pretty sure they have some kind bruh. of, uh, like, a conduct clause. Yeah, yeah. I forget what they call it. It's like a, it's a conduct clause, but it's something about just, like, your behavior. Yeah. It, it's you know there, right? And so, yeah. like, if you if you want the crown, then you got to build your neck up to hold the strength of the crown. Heavy is the head that wears the crown, right? And it's heavy because the crown isn't just heavy, but everything that comes with it. So, are you saying the scrutiny that John Moran is going uh, is going through right now is 
is is part for the course. Is it, it comes with the territory? I believe some of it is right. Uh, I, some of it, right? Like one, <laughs> he should have somebody controlling his personal media, like social media. Like at a certain, once you reach a certain level. You shouldn't get caught with a gun you, on IG Live. You shouldn't be on IG Live from your own device. Like, we've yes, seen man. what happens when celebrities get on IG, and ain't nobody saying, hey, player, I, you probably shouldn't do that. Right? Yeah. You probably shouldn't do that. Paul Pierce with the weed and the, and the strippers. Yeah, like, you just <laughs> stop going live from the trap house. Like, this yeah. is, you probably shouldn't do that. I know, it's, I know it's your auntie's house. I know it's your cousin. You probably shouldn't go live there. Especially if you have something tracking your location. It's so hard though, man, because our lives are so interesting, brother Jay. Our lives are so interesting, and everybody got to know what we do. Are they? Are they really that sure interesting? That, to make sure that we ain't out here capping, man. At, and everything has a consequence. I'm trying to live. Like, who are you trying to live for? I remember my pastor asked me this a long time ago. He was like, "Yo, who are you trying to live for?" You trying to live for the individuals that can give you earthly gain? I was like, oh, here you go. He was like, here nah, you really. go. He, uh, he said, here no, really go. think about it. He said, because when you determine who you're living for, that would also determine your actions for the course. Right? So if you out here trying to prove yourself to the streets, like you're going to do the things that the people, the, the adjudication squad in the streets would deem worthy of getting street cred. Right, if you're trying to move up the ladder at Deloitte, you're going to do what the individuals who can give you cred within the interior walls of Deloitte say you need to do. So it it all is determined based on where you're trying to go and how you recognize the vehicle that you're using to get to that destination. Can they should should he be under scrutiny? Eh, I I can't say yes or no. What I am saying is. This is a very unfortunate situation that this brother has put himself in. Hey man, sometimes you gotta keep them things on you, man. You know, I, I don't hey. know. I, I, I'm, I, I'm a subscriber to like that. Ain't me. I don't think like, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily believe you need a gun. A lot of people do. I understand it. You know what I'm saying? The people that believe you need a gun, I understand it. The people that don't believe that you need a gun, I understand that as well. Me, I just know I have certain things uh, that it's not in my best interest to have a gun or own a gun. Fair. This, so I get all that. This is what, what I was told by, by uh, one of my uh, friends from um, the local area. He said, anyone that weighs it ain't using it. And DJ, so the- so by by way of by way of having the gun on your IG live, you kind of defeating the purpose of having the gun it, in the first place. It, anybody, he was like, you've never seen me pull out my gun, and I just looked at him yeah. like, who? You're right. Why are we having this conversation? <laughs> like I'm mm-hmm. sitting there thinking, like, are you like, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, he did pull it out later that night in the club, but he smacked somebody with it. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, anybody that's waving it in the air saying, oh, I got this, I got this. He's like, yo, anybody that's going to use it ain't going to wave it because you know they got it. Fair. And so any night. it's time to use it. <laughs> right. He said, he said, and even then we not waving it, we pointing it. So ever since then, like he, him and his people was my unofficial security crew when I was DJing in the clubs. But see, that's the thing though, man. Like, yo, I never heard. 
of Michael Jordan needing having a gun. Or Shaq having a gun. Somebody had it. Kobe in the Bryant group. having a gun. Or let's just say LeBron James. LeBron James is part of the culture of today. And he came up in the social media era as an athlete. Never heard of LeBron James having a gun either. And let's just I'm I'll be let's keep it a book, man. Akron and Cleveland ain't 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 no uh ain't no places that you probably just want to just explore because you could get your, your cap peeled back there too. So if you wanted to have a gun in Memphis. Tennessee or Cleveland, Ohio, I think you probably have the uh, equal right, <laughs> equal but, say. But the question is, bro, going back to what I just stated with my homeboy who said, if anybody that's waving it ain't using it, like, why do I need to prove that I got it? If I'm LeBron James or John Morant, I don't need to prove a damn thing. But I, but I, I do, but people do need to understand that, yo, you can get froggy if you want to. It ain't, it ain't necessarily me who's engaging with you, but, you know, in a, at your own risk. And that's, <laughs> that's where, right, that's when you realize that you are at a different level, right? Yeah. I keep my hands clean because I never touch dough, right? I, I always laugh when I hear that line in the song because I'm just like, ah, well, yeah, you don't need to touch it because the people that are around you are doing it, right? I'm thinking about BMF. I'm thinking about Snowfall. Like, everybody, typically when shit goes wrong, it's because too many people are touching things they're not supposed to touch. When we think about all of these movies and these situations, why did this happen? Because such and such, such, such. But Snoop Dogg did pack a gun in BMF in the church, and he was a reverend. So sometimes sometimes people got to know, like, yo, you could could come over if you want to. Fair, right? But he wasn't waving it. He pulled it out to use it. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He pointed it. He pulled it out, and he pointed it. Yeah, Right, like... I remember an American gang because there was a scene, somebody was explaining something and Denzel Washington was like, well, what did you do that for? You weren't even supposed to be there. So that's when we have too many people trying to do too many things. Your job, right? You got one job. This brother should have somebody around him that's saying, hey, listen, I, I remember I came back from college, saw somebody, they was hanging out on the street, on the block. I pulled over, said, what's up to him? They was like, yo, it's good to see you. Go ahead and get out of here. I tell my mother and them that you said that you're in town. Stop past her house. She'd be, she'd be, she would love to see you. I understood what that meant. Like, nah, nigga, you don't need to be here. Mm-mm. Shit, some shit may pop off or is about to pop off, and yeah. you don't need to be here. And then when I was at his mother's house the next day, he stopped by, said, what's up? He was like, he walked into the car. He was like, hey, bro, listen. He was like, some shit popped off. He said, and like, this this ain't for you. He said, what would have happened if, if some shit popped off and you were still there and you got caught in the crossfire just because you wanted to say what's up? So you you, you basically saying to ensure, making sure that it's, it's representation from the village to have your best interests yeah. at heart. Yeah. Like, hey, bro. I- so do, does that got more to do with us or the people around John Morant then? I don't know who's around him, so I don't want to make no assumptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. What you know I am what I mean? saying like, is, right, you, the, vill- the village, we we have recognized and we have acknowledged that the village ain't been at work for a very long time, right? When you think about the current generation now, I went to a basketball game to see one of my nieces play, and I'm sitting here looking like, I mean, kids was out 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 of control, and, and the adults was just sitting there watching the game or on their phone. Like, nobody was providing guidance and wisdom, even at a basketball game. Like, yo, I remember getting snatched up because um, I answered somebody incorrectly at a basketball game. I was a kid. 
I answered them something and they was like, what'd you say? I repeated the answer. I got snatched up. They was like, now I'm going to ask you one more time because maybe you didn't realize who was asking you this question. I was like, you right. You right. And they was like, yeah, yeah, I ain't worried about what your friends say, but you know mm-hmm. better. You right. You right. Can you put me down? Like, right? <laughs> like just so. So the question, the question is, you got this instant, this inst- instance with John Morant, right? Yep. Then you had what happened with Young Dolph. Yep. Same city. It's, I mean, like, same level of personality within the community. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you can you knock it? Oh, like you know, Nip- Nipsey Hustle, right? You're in the, you're in your community. So, at what point does the community have the best interest at heart for I, its particip- participants and stakeholders? I, but so, I, what I will say is, there's there should always be someone in your crew that's like ah. No, right? Going back to the bag. If, if if you got the bag and I'm connected to you, I need to make sure that whatever you're doing won't prevent you from getting the bag further. That's my responsibility. That's my obligation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? If, if I'm a coach, but I only coach locally, and you started making it big, and I, I see you home hanging out with such and such, all right, cool player, I'm going to remind you every time I see you. Hey, I know that's your fam. Like, hey. Go ahead, get get to where you need to get. It's good to see him, see him at dinner, but you hanging out and ain't nothing out here. Yeah. I think that part is gone because now everyone, it's hard to separate someone that's a part of you. Right? Like, you, you go away to college and you come back you're still part of the the crew that never left, but now there's a difference, right? You're operating at a different frequency. It's not saying that you are better than them. What I am saying is that you are now better than the situation. Oh, you've had a different level of experiences that you you can you can kind of define if the situation is of value. To you or not. You should, right? But that yeah. but but it, it, it gets cloudy because we I saw something on social media. She was like, Yeah, you know, people will say, Yo, I I am not better than that. And it was like, No, I am. I am better than hanging out on the block until four in the morning with nothing to do and sleeping until six PM because I've been up since four AM with no direction or I am better than that. You want to know why? Because I'm paying this expensive-ass tuition so that I can be. So I am better than this just on the mere fact that I've been exposed to more. And so I now need to start acting. Now, I didn't say that I'm better than those people that are doing the things that I just said I'm better than. I'm better than the situation. But I I have a mortgage now, so therefore I'd I'd rather pay my mortgage and be in the house and in and, and good company than to be out in these streets where I can't control the environment. Yeah, I'm I'm better than to need a gun. I'm better than dodging bullets, bro. Real rap. That was a thrill in college. Not a necessarily a fun thrill. It was a thrill. Like, oh shit, duck. <laughs> like, oh, I remember. I'm at the club, dancing with a shorty. Oh shit, I see somebody. I see something shiny, and it's not the lights that's flashing in the club. 
I snatch her. We go under the pool table. The whole damn window of the club shot out, bro. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't. I don't want to have to relive those moments, nigga. I, yeah. I don't even remember the song we was dancing to, but like, it, I'm just out here trying to have a good time. I was like, you know what? I should have took my ass to the library. That's what I it's said. It's one of the reasons I stay in the house these days, though, man. Bruh. Because I've, I've, I've seen too rap. much. And it's like, you know what? Hindsight is twenty twenty. The club wasn't, wasn't really that fun back then. Like, now that you're thinking about it, like, nah, I probably would have had more fun very, in the library. Very dangerous. Yeah, very like... Dangerous. Or, or, so, so should John Morant go out then? Or should he be a recluse and just stay in his house? I don't want to say anywhere. that either, right? I just, like, yo, just make better decisions. Just make better decisions. Like, stay off Instagram. Like, you didn't need to post that up. You didn't. Right? And I think... He definitely need a new social media it's, team. It's though. the whole entire social media thing, but it's this yeah. generation, bro, that can't separate themselves from it. Like, they have to prove themselves and get this cred from individuals that they don't even know. You posting on IG, most of your people ain't from the city you from. Most of these people you're trying to prove yourself to you probably never even spoken to, right? So we are proving ourselves to people that are vapors in the abyss. For what? Because at the end of the day... <laughs> Your it, head is the heaviest. And if the NBA decides to get rid of you, like, ain't no money coming out their pocket. And most of the people that are clowning you and talking shit, they, I bet you they are subscribing to the rules of their employer. They're going to live on the edge, push it a little bit, but they be like, ah, this might get me kicked out of my apartment. Mm, this might get me unemployed. Mm, this might get me in jail. Mm-hmm. Those are the individuals that get real uh, finger happy on social media. So we, we have to be able to start to separate ourselves from the things of the past. Yeah, you like all this attention. Cool. Have somebody else manage that. Have somebody else carry that piece that you, if, if you feel like you need to wave it. But going back yeah. to what, what my homeboy said. Depend yep. on job, man. Y'all need to depend on job, man. <laughs> he worry about the wrong thing. <laughs> that part. I'm going to lie, man. John need, need to make sure that he got people that believe in John around him, man, <laughs> to make sure he get what he need. To With get. the capital J. Yeah, man. Because, yo, you got, you. I don't know, man. Like, you about to, you about to be, you about to be big time, big time. But I think this is another situation of where boy meets world. Cause I the- hope I just hope he gets I just hope he gets that understanding. You know what and I'm I saying? And I hope it doesn't cost him everything he's worked so hard for yeah. for him to get the understanding. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes it's what's required. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I you know, I just he he yo, he, he there. He's he's on the cusp of of legit being the face of the league, man. I just hope that you know whatever whatever's out of line can get realigned and back in alignment because he got a bright future ahead of him and I hate to see him squander it over some bullshit like real rap. Mm. Yeah man but I uh if I'm John Morant man I'm about to get a quarter billy bro man I got I'm I got I got people in any city I'm at that I want to go out and frequent that's gonna do that stuff for me. <laughs> They can do it within the confines of that community. Friends in low places. Yo, bruh, that's Friends what you got places. money for. Like, for real, for real, man, if you got a bag 
You got a bag so that you don't have to get your hands dirty and do the dumb shit, man. You could enjoy your life because you got companies that get paid to do that Every stuff. Every celebrity got these. Everybody got this stuff. This ain't nothing new. You know what I'm you saying? Get, you get pushed on the street. Guess what? Somebody else is going to push them back for you. Hey, man. Keep it like moving. Real rap. Chris Rock. If Chris Rock, had, Chris Rock had some goons at the Oscars that he could have uh, got, got put, on, put on Will Smith something nice and decent. But Chris Rock knew that, yo, man, there ain't but so many times black men going to be at the Oscars on this magnitude. It's bigger. So I, it's, it's bigger, bigger than, than it. Right? Yeah, and, man. And I think slowly but surely we'll start to... We'll start to see, unfortunately, sometimes, like I said, it comes at the cost of everything we've got. You can't act right in front of company, man. That's what it, that's what it come down to. <laughs> yeah, man, you can't, man, you know, you know, you know, you know, you give us some money, man. We got to show out a little bit in front of company, man. We can, we can. <laughs> you show out and you get shut down. That's it, man. Ah, ah, the conundrum. The conundrum, Show out brother and Jay. You get shut down. The conundrum, man. And that's the ball game. <laughs> man. On that note, you've just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. Until next time, if you got it like that, get you some security. Ain't no need for you to carry the strap yourself. Get you some security and be like. Stay the hell home, bro. <laughs> and off you live. Know, you know, ain't nothing open this hour. But legs in hospitals. And guns. In the club. Memphis. Shout out to Memphis, Tennessee. Y'all be safe out there and be like. <laughs>